How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 31 Chapter 7 This is Season 31 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 7. In this episode, we will be talking about the historicity of objects. In past episodes, we talked about how any object to the extent it becomes imprinted in our memory, becomes part of our web of associations. As we transition from this moment to the next, that ideal form, restricts, so to speak, our movement from one moment to the next. In other words, to the extent our will acts upon the object, and it produces in us reactive emotionality, a slice of our consciousness becomes imbued in that object. That is, we become contingent upon that object as we transition from one moment to the next. But there are a few ways this can manifest. So let's look at an example. Imagine you are in a car accident. You twist the wheel repeatedly before the accident, trying to get in control of the vehicle. Your will produces through its irrigation of that object a kind of reactive emotionality within you. You are frustrated, afraid, angry even. These emotions registered in your consciousness produce in you a chain reaction of physical and biological responses. Since your body is an interface of your consciousness in the moment, those reactive emotions are carried with you into the next moment, the moment after the crash. To the extent that you hold on to, or fail to, let go of, those actions and the consequences that will follow, your attention is ingrained in the substance of that wheel, that vehicle, through which you project your intention into the future. Now, whether you know it or not, whether you feel it or not, the moment which follows holds much more to do with how that extension of your consciousness is met by the reactive force of that crash. Do you carry within your consciousness that steel shard which shatters your skull and penetrates your brain? Do you carry within your consciousness the angst of that steering wheel which shatters your neck? Now, let's look at the other side of this example. What if, in the moment of collision, you are at peace? What if you have let go of your surroundings, your angst, fear, frustration, and meet the moment with the clarity of a sanguine will? In this case, the vehicle is not an extension of you, there are no reactive emotions rendering you contingent to it as subject. You carry only the certainty of your substance from this moment to the next. I would suggest that the second path, the path of the grasping release, the path of letting go, of renunciation of the physical, is more likely to preserve in you the subjecthood of your consciousness, overcoming the physicality of your will through the renunciation of contingency. Likewise, the objects in our life which carry traces of us, those things we have created, those things we have built, carry pieces of us, which we carry from this moment as we transition into the next moment. They do this because each object, most especially those we have created, or which have represented the refining of our will, or the frustration of our aims, are recruited into the contingency and objectivity of our consciousness. Essentially what I am saying is that objects have historicity, objects have feng shui, they possess this not just through the exercise of our will, the unfurling of our emotions upon them, but because they carry associations internally. They also play into the geometric structure outlined in the complete series. Which is to say that objects through proximity, through orientation, create gateways, because they are centerpieces in the drama that is our daily life. Things remember as surely as we do, and they also remember where they are, where they've been, due to what has happened in those places.
Let me give you an example. Let's say you're driving down a street and approaching an intersection. This intersection is poorly designed, but it is the confluence of movement between two roads at 60 degree angles. That angle represents to some extent the degree of mirroring between the participants in the vehicles on each road. Let me explain. Suppose you are driving on a road, and next to that road is another road. The occupants of vehicles on both roads are mirroring each other to some extent due to the lack of an angle between them. But gradually increase that angle, and their movements become asynchronous, dialectical even, as they become oriented around some imaginary point. Which in this case is the intersection. Imagine that this poorly designed intersection is a frequent site of car crashes. The location is imbued with the experiences of those in the accidents their pain, their frustration, and their terror. Those experiences fill the air of this place, preserved in the historicity of the lights and the concrete. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment, and subscribe.